Hi, and welcome back to your favorite podcast ever, Intercast. In this episode, we will make a summary of Leonard Carino's essay about games and cards in a streetcar named Desire, starting with the theatrical use of those themes and then applying it to the play as a whole. So to start with, we are going to focus on the theatrical use of games in A Streetcar Named Desire. Games serve as a metaphor throughout the play, and most of the verbal and theatrical imagery is drawn from games, chance, and luck. And games, and especially poker, could be considered as the informing structural principle of the play as a whole. Also, we can notice that some of the play's most crucial scenes are presented within the framework of poker games. We can take scene 11 as an example for this, because it is the one in which players play poker while Blanche is being taken to an asylum, symbolizing the failure of her flight to Elysian Field. Blanche's character seems even more out of place than usual, as her, quote, rising voice penetrates the concentration of the game, unquote. She bothers the players and appears as incongruous to the setting that she will soon be removed of. And additionally, we know that the former name of the play was The Poker Night, which shows Tennessee Williams' intentions of making it all about playing, whether it is for its symbolical or realistic meaning. Now, is A Streetcar Named Desire a game on the whole? During the first four scenes, Blanche manages to bluff a good hand in her game against Stanley, because of the several secrets she has not revealed about her past. If you wish to have more information on this, I recommend listening to our first podcast on the illusion and reality in A Straight Car Named Desire. In scene 3, Blanche meets Mitch, and Stanley gets jealous because now Mitch seems to be Blanche's ally, and the two of them get along pretty well. And this is symbolized by the fact that Stanley loses to Mitch in the real poker game later on. Finally, at the end of scene 4, Stanley is suspicious about Blanche's past and investigates in order to know her position in the game, or the real identity of her cards if we refer to the theme of games. He finds out about her brutal side that she does not admit having due to the fact that she is part of the gentility. And eventually, in scene 11, Stanley cheats and caps his winnings by raping Blanche. And even more than this, he wins actual poker games going on on stage. We therefore notice that the stakes of the game played throughout the play are more than a simple ego boost for the characters, but the goal is actually survival for both of them. All along, Tennessee Williams indeed makes Stanley the inevitable winner of the game. He knows Elysian Fields and therefore knows the game and its setup better than Blanche does. On the other hand, Stella works as an arbitrator, as Blanche and Stanley repeatedly go and try to influence her to get her on their side by diminishing the other's value. Tennessee Williams uses the mythic archetype of the voyage. First, the road to Elysian Fields. They told me to take a straight car named Desire and get off at Elysian Fields. Unquote. This is a quest in the game, which can be regarded as a quest for an imagined ideal and flight from a disillusioning reality. There are also the allegorical names of the two straight cars, Desire and Cemeteries, foreshadowing the upcoming events of the play. Quote, they told me to take a streetcar named Desire and transfer to one called Cemeteries. Unquote. A streetcar named Desire, on the whole, acts as a metaphor for the soul's disastrous voyage through life, as Blanche is said to be resembling a moth, which is a traditional symbol for a soul. The reader can interpret her character as moth and therefore a soul caged in a body that it attempts to transcend. Just like a moth yearns for light and stars, the main character is yearning for a star, which is Stella. 
Instead, she finds a place that resembles the red-hot milieu of the primal blacksmith. Indeed, Elysian fields and its inhabitants, such as Stanley, appear as an environment dedicated to animal-like behavior. Moreover, the school superintendent that fired her is a man called Mr. Graves, which shows her association with symbols of death, such as graves and cemeteries. To conclude, Blanche's rhythm of life is basically alternating between yearning and frustration, which is why, after all the events, the play closes with a soul's departure for incarceration in another asylum, a place that is symbolical for living death. Tennessee Williams uses games all along the play, whether it is actual poker games or it symbolizes something way more important, such as Stanley and Blanche's relationship or Blanche's path of life. This is all we had for today's topic. We hope you enjoyed this episode and see you next week.